What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another new episode of Cookies and Beer. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cookies and Beer. Um, I just put eye drops in. God, isn't that the best feeling ever? When your eyes are dry, you know, you've been staring at a, you've been staring at a computer all day or you've been watching TV all day, you've barely blinked. Then you come home and put some eye drops in. You just feel like a new fucking brand new person. Um, I apologize in advance. I am still hungover from last night. Uh, I had a friend come over, had some whiskey. Uh, everything's packed. Because so, I'm moving, so I had to prop the TV up on the moving boxes like it's a goddamn 90s sitcom. Had some whiskey, some good conversation. And then next thing you know, I look over and the bottle's gone. We fucking, we fucking killed damn near the whole thing. I mean, we killed the whole thing, but it, it wasn't totally full. You get hit with that panic. Like drinking on a, you know, a work night or a school night, usually a work night. If it's a school night, you don't really care. But because you're getting paid, you're like, well, fuck, I have to be somewhat presentable the next day. So you get hit with panic. You get hit with the oh shit feeling. I think everybody says the words oh shit when they accidentally drink a half a bottle of booze. And they're just like, oh shit, didn't see that night coming. Well... We'll figure it out tomorrow because <laughs> that's basically what happened. I had uh, I had to be up the next day, so it was like eight hours. I think I saw it was like 11.30, and I was like, yeah, you got to go home because I have to figure out my life here because I was hammered, and it was, um, I don't know, I felt like an outlaw. I felt like I was being... I, I, I feel like I was doing the wrong thing, you know? I felt like the kid who, like, smoked cigarettes behind school during P.E. and shit. I was like, yeah. I took, I did the Tylenol. I did the liquid IV drink. Slammed a bunch of water. And I still woke up feeling like I got hit by a bus. <laughs> so, add that to the list of shit that makes you, you know, after you hit 30. The shit that escalates. You just can't prevent hangovers. I guess I have to go buy actual IV bags now and just get trained on how to give myself an IV. Maybe you just don't drink as much. Yeah, well, it's not that I drink a lot. It's just when I drink, I drink. And now that I'm older, I don't know. My fucking kidneys or something. I don't know. I might have kidney failure. I don't know. Whatever processes booze is going out. I have a fucking malfunction in my kidneys. But I'm not pissing blood, so that's good. Not yet. Uh, I'm having no food in the house, so I've been eating like a 12-year-old uh, for a week. I've been packed basically fully for a week. I planned it terrible. I think I talked about it last episode. I hate moving. I get anxiety. I'm like, shit, that I packed this? Is this labeled? You're fucking just walking through the house, just opening up cl opening up closet doors and cabinets in the kitchen. You knew you packed everything, but you're like, yeah, but I just have to check and double check. 
I don't have any food. I don't have I don't have anything in the house. I drank all the beer. We had beer last night. I'm just now remembering that. We killed the rest of, of my beers. I think I have like two Coke Zeros and a bottle of mayonnaise in my fridge right now. So it'll be a pretty it'll be a pretty uh light move on the fridge. It's gonna suck when I have to go to Costco the next day and fucking blow two hundred dollars on a lifetime supply of ketchup or whatever. Why can't you just get normal shit at Costco too? Amount wise. Like, would you like one ketchup or would you like 37 ketchup? And it's the same price. Like, still entice you to buy more. But, like, unless you have a doomsday bunker, you're not going to buy 37 bottles of ketchup. So just give us more options, Costco. Also, I, I love your pizza. That pizza is underrated. Costco pizza? Go fuck yourself. Now, I've, I have never been to New York or I've never been to Chicago. So I don't know what, because I'm sure there's people who can be like, you've never had a deep dish pizza or whatever the fuck. Or you've never had a New York slice or whatever you fuckers say over there. So that aside, my, my bar for pizza is pretty low. It's pretty low. I've been, I had pizza twice this week. Ate way too much of it. Woke up feeling like shit. Guess what? Did it the next day. I had Chipotle in between that. Or not in between. After. So I went pizza, pizza. Had Chipotle tonight. And I'm shitting blood. I don't know. I I really don't like it. I don't know how people that eat shit food all day. Your dumps have to be wild. Unless your body just adapts. I'm sure, Which I'm sure it does. But I don't know how you guys shit like this. I wouldn't want to have a shit diet just for the poop. Just for the poop schedule. Because it is a nightmare. I, it's only been six nights of eating out. And I'm not even eating like terrible. I mean, I know I just said I had pizza. But like Chipotle is not terrible for you. I don't get the burrito that looks like it's going to explode every every bite. You do the bowl. I do the chicken. I do no salsa because my sphincter can't take any more pain. So I skip on the salsa. I skip on the sour cream because I'm a little bit lactose. I don't want to, you know, I basically just get meat, meat and beans and a little bit of lettuce. And you know what? It's great every time. I went to McDonald's last weekend. That was terrible. You ever been to like a fast food joint and they just like you drive up. There's there's nobody in line. There's nobody ahead of you. It's just you. You pull up, you order. They're like, all right, your total is 532 or whatever. And then you walk up to, or you drive up to the next window. They swipe your card. Receipt? No, thank you. I don't want a receipt. Don't need one. Why? Why would I need one? What am I, am I, am I expensing McDonald's to my corporate job? No, no one's doing that. Oh yeah, I spent $5 on dinner. They're like, we're going to give you 10 because that's fucking mad depressing. Go eat better food. <laughs> like, But you pull up to the second window, you pay, and then as you're driving up, you just see your food poking out the window in a bag and uh, attached to a hand. And they're like, you ordered two double cheeseburgers, right? I'm like, yeah. They're like, here you go. I'm like, I ordered 11 seconds ago. How the fuck did this just happen? And then we wonder why fast food's terrible for you. Hey, it's like an easy bake oven. Don't eat it. <laughs> it may taste good. God, it was delicious, though. Two 
two. See, when I go to McDonald's, I I'm not the I'm not the. I used to be like, give me a Big Mac and give me a fucking fillet of fish or whatever. I haven't had a fillet of fish since fucking Nom. I don't even, I don't even know who eats those. Fillet of fish Friday, two fillet of fish for two dollars or whatever that deal was. Who was that for? But yeah, you get you just do two double cheese. That's it. I used to do two double cheeseburgers with Big Mac sauce, but as I got older, I was like, you know what? Do I? This is already gonna kill me. Do I need to make it faster with a Big Mac mayo sauce or whatever the fuck that is? Is it delicious? Yes. What I think they should do, I think you should be able to buy Big Mac sauce like you do, you know, like you can ask for on the side, like ranch, or. Uh, sweet, sweet and shower shosh. You should be like, yeah, can I get two ranch and a, two Big Mac sauce? And you just peel that back and it's just warm mayonnaise. That sounds gross. Well, it's the same as ranch. Here's your warm ranch. Here's your warm, here's your warm dipping sauce that has dairy in it. Try not to get diarrhea. <laughs> like it, it's fucking god awful, but we do it. Um, and I'm just eating it and I'm just going, I don't, I don't, this can't be good for me right now. Like, you know what? Anything, anything that is fast food can't be good for you. But then I'm just like, we, we, I, I probably had that conversation 35 times in my life. So it's like, who am I at this point? It's on me. It's like when you're fucked up and you were just puking your brains out at a house party or whatever. And you decided it was a good idea to take jello shots. And after you've had four, you're like, I'm hammered. And then you ask the person who made it. And they go, oh, yeah, I made those with moonshine. And you go, oh, fuck. And it's that homemade moonshine. So when you throw it up, it's not, you feel like a dragon. You feel like you're just, you know, breathing fire. And then what do you do? You look up to God, even if you're not religious. You're religious for, the, for, for that next two hours. Everyone is religious. And you just look up and you go, I'm not going to drink anymore. Then you get through it, and then you're like, yeah, I'm drinking. I'm for sure drinking more. <laughs> like, everyone does. It's the same with fast food. Anything that's, that makes you feel like shit, you're like, oh, fuck, you know, I won't I won't go eat 11 tacos from Jack in the Box, which I've done before. Not proud of it, but you know what? It's part of my life. That, that's called growth. First step is acknowledgement. I can't wait to get back home, or back home. I can't wait to get back to my new spot. And cook some more, get back to cooking, back to the solid shits, because it has been a nightmare. I will fucking tell ya. My kitchen is dope, so I can actually cook in this motherfucker. New apartment, fucking new me. You know? <laughs> I hate, I hate, I hate when people say, new blank, new me. It's like that, it's, it's. The oldest expression. I think people just want to find any excuse to start like a new thing. They're just like, new year? You know, after the first of the year, I'm going to start working out. And it's like October. And you're like, well, you know, you could just work out now. Or they're like, you know what? Starting Monday, I'm doing it. And you're like, well, today's Tuesday. So you're going to just say fuck it for six days? Like, why don't you just say starting today or starting tomorrow? I'm doing this. New year, new me. New job, new me. I'm like, what is going to be new? What is new? Hey, what is new? Why don't you just do the thing voluntarily? We always think that we need some kind of an excuse to start 
something new that makes us feel good, whether or not it's working out or, you know, jacking off less or, you know, eating right or, you know, speaking your mind or fucking whatever thing that you're going to start doing or go back to doing. Just be, just be, just try to be cool and try to be good as much as you can. That's all you can do. As long as you're actually trying, then just fuck it. You know what I mean? Just try to be cool. Everybody try to be cool. Try to be cool. But as I say that, I'm like, dude, I swear to God, after I get moved, I'm going to start eating better instead of just not packing two weeks early and I could just cook. Joke's on me. And not even that. Why don't you eat a salad for dinner, Andrew? Why do you have to go to fucking Wendy's and get a Baconator? You don't have to do that. And then you go to Baskin Robbins right after and get a, a double scoop with Rocky Road and pistachio. And then you go home and go, I don't know why I feel like shit. And then you're, as you just had 100 grams of sugar in a 8,000 calorie quote unquote dinner, which was just carbs and processed fat. I read some shit the other day. I didn't read it. I'm not going to actually just try to sit here and lie to you. I heard from a buddy that something happened with Subway, like with their tuna, where somebody, um, I don't really know the story, but from what I've heard, somebody called out Subway that their fish, like their tuna is fake or not fake, but it's not tuna. It's like, I don't know, some processed shit that comes out of a lab. And I guess it got, like, traction. And I guess there's a lawsuit uh, from or Subway's getting sued for, let's see here. I don't even know what to, what to click on. I'm literally looking at three things that you click on that are reporting about the story. You have the New York Times, which I think if I click on it, they're going to be like, please subscribe. You can suck my dick. I'm not doing that. Washington Post, probably the same thing. And then Salon.com. Well, hey, if I want to hear about food and lawsuits and the FDA, I'm going to go to a, a fucking a magazine called Salon. So we're going to click on it and we're going to see what the fuck is going on. Um... A lawsuit alleging that its tuna salad actually didn't contain tuna and was instead made from a mixture of various concoctions. In quotes. <laughs> various concoctions. Wow. Well, that could be anything. They could be like, hey, we put brain matter in here. The head of Subway is actually Hannibal Lecter. We've all been eating brain souffles for the last 35 years. Is anyone getting a tuna sandwich from Subway, though? I mean, I've, I've, I've had them. I'm not going to sit here and judge. And if you still do, then, you know, I think you should figure your life out. But we can still be friends. Um, Subway attempted to brush the accusations aside. A tweet that says, keep fishing, folks. We'll keep serving 100% wild-caught tuna. Do we, do we care? Are we surprised? Even if it's true. Like, what do we expect? You know how expensive legit tuna is? You go to the store and be like, yeah, can I get two pounds of tuna? They're like, yeah, that's $35. And then we expect as fat American consumers 
that we're going to go into a fast food restaurant, which I think Subway, if I'm not mistaken, is the most, or Subway has the most fast food locations in the world, I think, over McDonald's. I'm like 99% sure. Let's give it a Google. Most fast food locations in the world 2021. Um, wow. Okay. I'm way off. So I don't know what the fuck I heard. Um, let me see here. I think I heard it on a, when I played trivia one night and they were like, yep, it's the answer Subway. Cause everybody was like Starbucks, McDonald's. They're like, actually Subway's the most. Cause Subway's are in like, they haven't been like gas stations and there's a shitload of gas stations, especially if you're like, you work at a gas station that's like in the middle of fucking nowhere and there's not another like place to eat for 15 miles. They're like, here's an AM PM and also a subway. And like the same guy who pumps your gas is also making your food. Like it's just one, it's just a one man band. Uh, oh no. Yeah, I am right. Fucking you go trivia. See, I learn. I know, I know things. Number one, Subway, 41,500 locations worldwide. First opened in 1965 in Milford, Connecticut. Number two, McDonald's with 37,900. Started in 1940 in Chicago, Illinois, both of them. And then Starbucks has the uh, bronze medal at 29,900, so basically 30,000. Damn, dude, that's crazy. There are what, 4,000 more Subways than there are McDonald's? That's fucking nuts. They're saying at this point it could be up to 44,000. Yeah, but this was 2021. So you're telling me they opened up 4,000 Subways in the last eight months? Or is that not what it's saying? 41,500 locations all over the world. Remarkably, the multi-billion dollar brand, but 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 where did I just see 45,000? Oh, based on the, on the pace from 2018 to 2021, they are on par to make 45,000 by the end of 2025. 2025, that's not that far away. So based on their logic, they're going to build around 4,000 more subway locations in the next, you know, 28 months or whatever that is. That was, that was a pretty good guess. Yeah, subway. So yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's true. I don't know if, Subway, um, what does it say? In a statement, it said the DNA testing was an unreliable methodology for identifying processed tuna. Well, hey, does it taste like tuna? Then you fooled me because that's all I need. How does this impact the brand? Oh, yeah, here we go. Let's, let's, let's just shit on them while they're down. God, Subway can't fucking catch a break. They got the Jared dude who did God knows what else. They got fucked up tuna. I don't know. The world's gone to shit, guys. I don't know. Um. Yeah, what else happened? Oh, fucking Joey Jordison from Slipknot passed away. That one was fucking wild. The drummer from Slipknot, I don't know if you guys listen to Slipknot. You at least know who they are, and if not, then you're lying. Because even if you hated Slipknot, you still know who they were. And Joey Jordison was one of the co-found the co co-found members. Co. He was a co-founder. That's the word I'm looking for. So it's wild. I don't know. I don't know what he passed away from. Um, I'm not gonna look it up because that's fucking 
I don't know. It's morbid. I think he just passed away in his sleep. He's like 46, dude, which I know if you're young and you're listening, you're just like, yeah, well, he's 46, <laughs> but I'm only 31 and I'm like, damn, dude, I'm closer to 46 than I am 12. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, that's wild. Like, I don't know. It just makes, it makes me feel, I don't know. I think I'm now kind of entering into the realm where like my heroes, as far as, you know, artists and producers and actors and especially like musicians and shit like that are going to start passing away from just like natural shit. And I'm going to be like, Oh my God, Holy shit. Like when Lemmy passed away, I was like, Holy shit. Even though the dude smoked and drank his entire life, but like that aside, I was like, Holy fuck. Like that's wild. Granted he was, you know, he's like 35 years older than me or whatever. But like when he passed away, I was like, Holy shit. Like, when Ozzy passes away, that's going to be, that's going to fucking break the world for me, at least. Like, these big, huge dudes, these, like, huge artists that um, you look up to because for, you know, whatever reason, help to get through, uh, you know, a better time um, or, you know, a shit time or whatever it is. Um, When those people start passing away, you're just like, oh, my God, holy shit. Like, I don't know. It just kind of does something to you, so... Um, if you do not know who Joey Jordison is, um, obviously, like I said, the drummer from Slipknot, um, insanely talented, pretty much well-respected amongst most drummers, uh, not even just like a heavy metal drummer. Like if you go on YouTube, you can find a bunch of, or uh, there's a few like clinic type videos that he does um, there's a, on their albums. They would do a special part of like the special features where they would play maybe four or five songs from Joey Jordison's, like, drum cam view, which was pretty tight. Um, dude was just insanely talented. I saw Slipknot once. I think I told this story before um, with my cousin Colin, rest in peace, and my dad. And we saw him at the Forum, and uh, they opened, uh, they obviously headlined, and then Trivium opened up the show, and then Coheed and Cambria played after, and then Slipknot. It was a wild lineup, great show. But I was able to see Joy Jordison live um, before he uh, left the band, like five years ago, six years ago, whenever that was. So very, very fortunate to be able to see him do his shit live. It was, uh, yeah, I don't know. Shit's wild. Shit is wild, guys. Um, but yeah, rest in peace to Joey Jordison. Um, let's hop into some dicks of the past and let's see what we got. Time machine function three, two. One. This is Dicks of the Past. All right. We got July 30th. God, I packed all my lights, too. It's fucking dark out. It just got dark. And I was like, oh, let me turn on my lights. Oh, hey, I packed everything. <laughs> so I'm living in the dark for the I'm li- fucking like I'm in Fallujah for the next I don't know, 36 hours. Um, July 30th, 1998. Let's see what we got. Um, Ghetto Superstar by uh, Pross Michael. I don't know. I always thought, I, I always know this song from Maya, but um, great song, by the way. I think that was on the Bullworth soundtrack, right? I'm pretty sure. I don't even know why I'm Googling it because I'm pretty sure I'm right. But let's see. Um, song, movie. Yep, Woolworth. Fucking nailed it. God, that was 98. Holy shit, I was nine? 
wild. Hmm. Anyways, great song. Check it out if you haven't listened to it in a while. Um, if you're playing video games, this is a short one. Weird. If you're playing video games, you were probably playing Bomberman Quest. I never played Bomberman games. Um, I don't really know anyone that did. Um, obviously, Bomberman is a huge franchise. But I didn't... I don't know. I didn't fall into this. Like, Crash Bandicoot, I didn't get... Um, I don't know. There was a couple, like, huge... Like, the Tomb Raiders I never got into. I was more of a Grand Theft Auto... Before that, it was like Metal Gear Solid. Um, I talked about Donkey Kong before, Sunset Riders, you know, the classics. But I never got into Bomberman. But anyways, Bomberman Quest came out. Um, pretty boring, not going to lie. Uh, but you know what? Sometimes you just don't always win. You know, that's life. You learn from it and you move on. Uh, moving on to sports. Uh, nothing with NBA, nothing with boxing. I mean, there's the whole Tyron Woodley, Logan Paul thing, Jake Paul, Jesus, sorry. Um, but that's not until August, so I don't really know what else is coming up. But so that is what it is. Uh, baseball, still kind of too early to talk about shit that's really important. Getting obviously closer to the postseason, talk about more about that in probably the next month or so, leading into late September, early October baseball uh, when people actually fucking watch it. Um, UFC, uh, the TJ, TJ Dillashaw, Corey Sanhagen fight was very fucking good. Um, if you are a fan of UFC, you probably are tired of people talking about it. But you know what? We're going to talk about it. Um, no, it was a great fight. I don't know. I don't, I'm terrible with scoring. I'm not that kind of person when I watch the fights. Like, unless it's clear cut. Like, you know, John Jones is just beating somebody's ass. And I'm like, okay, you know, John won that round. But like when, when you're hanging out with people who don't fight or don't even really watch fighting, but they're just like, I'm just going to, I'm drunk. So I'm just going to talk about what I'm watching, uh, which I hate. I would rather watch the, all the fights in peace or with people that respect it because be, I don't have to, we don't have to talk. We don't have to talk during the whole thing. And it's great. Um, but it was a great fight. People are saying that uh, Corey Sanhagen got quote unquote robbed. I don't. I don't know. It was a fucking amazing fight. Um, they both put out pretty serious uh, output. T.J. Dillashaw first fight back in a couple years, three years I think, close to three years, looked amazing. Um, you know, everybody was always talking about you know how he got popped for you know his past and stuff like that. Like, can't he come back? And he fucking came back, dude. He came back dick swinging. So congrats to TJ Dillashaw. Uh, be curious to see, um, you know, to see what happens. But he got, he got fucking drilled. Like even though he won the fight, like his face looked awful, and he just kept fucking going. I think he fucked up his knee. His eye looked insane. His eye, he was fucking missing half of his eyebrow. Um, it was, and he was just pushing through and fucking throwing some great clean combos. So, and he was always going for takedowns, and he had like great. Great fucking control, especially in the fourth and fifth round. Um, but um, but yeah, it was a great fight. Um, I don't know what fights are on this weekend. I think this is the Uriah Hall uh, fight. Or yeah, let's see, UFC. What do we got? Um, yep, Uriah Hall. Uriah, Uriah Hall. Hey, I love UFC. Uriah Hall. <laughs> They're like discredited. 
Uriah Hall and uh, Sean Strickland. That should be a great fight. I don't know too much about Sean Strickland. I probably should. Um, he's had 26 fights, so and he's 30, so I should at least know who, who he's fought. Who he fought in the past? Let's look. I've definitely probably seen him fight before. Let's see, 2020. Um, let's see, why isn't my shit loading? Yeah, I, he fought. I want. Is, what division is he? In? Is he welterweight? I feel like he fought Kamaru Usman at some point, like a while ago. Let's see, 2020, 2018, 2017. Yeah, April 8th, 2017. That's how I know the name. Damn, and that was. So he's had like one, two. Let's see. Is he on a winning streak? Yeah, he won last. He's on a three. Fight winning streak, fighting Uriah Hall. This is going to be a great fight. I'm actually going to watch this. I don't know if I'm going to watch the whole card. I'd like to. I'm going to be moving, so maybe I'll have it out in the background, you know? Make sure my new neighbors know that I'm a sociopath and I watch fighting all day. <laughs> they're just, they're like, oh yeah, like I was the new guy. Good. And he fucking screams at the TV and chants blood 24 7. More blood. But other than that, seems like a nice guy. Um, so yeah, we got fights this weekend. NFL, nothing really new to report. Um, I guess Aaron Rodgers is staying in Green Bay for at least this coming up season. Um, we'll see where he, where he goes. We'll see where Devontae Adams goes. They posted a picture. They each posted the same photo. It's like a Jordan Pippen picture. So everyone's reading into that. Like, oh, they're going to both leave and whatever. I don't know. We'll see. We have a year to think about it, people. Or why are we? Why are we? Why are we? You know what I mean? Why are we fucking caring about we, about something that doesn't even matter for at least until, you know, end of January, early February? Let's just Let's just chill. Let's just enjoy the game. There's fans in the stands unless we all get the Delta and fucking die. So far, game on. It'll be good to see fans in the stands. It'll be good to not hear the fake crowd noise. This is the year that counts. You know what I mean? All these NBA bubble years and stuff like that. Even though my, my, my Lakers and my Dodgers won in the same year, there's a little bit of an asterisk next to it. Talent aside, the talent would have been great regardless, but there's nothing about, there's nothing different than have, being having be game seven at the Staples Center and you're fucking, you have the crowd, t you know, fucking telling you to go suck dicks or whatever because everyone's Laker fans. You know what I mean? Like, there's something about that added pressure, but we've talked about that. Move on. You're fucking beating a dead horse. Which I don't, what is that? You're beating a dead horse? Beating a dead horse is it because it's dead you just keep doing the same thing over and over to keep talking about a subject as has already been discussed well i know that i know what it means i'm not stupid i just want to know where it came from where did it come from and is it canceled yet oh you can't say that because it's offensive to horses uh flogging a dead horse well i feel like i'm getting into 8chan now what the fuck is this Urban Dictionary. They always know what's up. Let's see. Um, somebody breaks up with their...
boyfriend or girlfriend continues to bitch about them to their friends weeks later. That person is beating a dead horse. Their relationship is over and there's no point in talking about it. Jesus, Urban Dictionary, your examples are, you're fucking keeping it real. You're keeping, you're keeping people in check. Someone's just going through it like a terrible breakup and it's happened to Urban Dictionary beating a dead horse and they're just like, oh my God, Urban Dictionary, you're right. Thanks, Urban Dictionary. I love you. Still doesn't tell me where it came from. Uh, let's see. Let's do this. My computer won't work because it's about to explode. Where does beating a dead horse come from? Why isn't this working? Here we go. Where did beating a dead horse originate? Wideopenpets.com. Well, hey. I think they're going to be biased. Let's see. Um, Does it have to do with horse racing? Okay, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Oh, maybe it's because, maybe it, maybe it does have to do with horse racing. Here we go. In horse racing, especially back in the day, the jockey uses a riding crop to quote-unquote beat the horse in order to make it run faster. With this in mind, it can be seen where a common saying may have originated from. Beating a dead horse that's already dead would be completely pointless because no amount of beating would make it move. Example, beating a dead horse. So beating isn't necessarily like you're beating the shit out of it. I always thought you were like just punching a dead horse. And I was like, Jesus Christ, where the fuck did this come from? There was just some guy drunk in front of a pub in like the UK. You know, horse just falls over and he starts beating the shit out of it with his fists. He's like, you never loved me, did you, dad? And everyone's like, well, whoa, fucking Charles is going through it right now. Then they're like, hey, Charles, stop beating a dead horse. Your dad's dead. And they're just like, okay, well. And then they're like, let's coin it. And they call Urban Dictionary and they go, hey, we got a new entry for you. But apparently beating in horse racing is like when they do the, the yeah thing, like your fucking Wyatt Earp or whatever. See, look at that. Not only do we talk about dicks and loose buttholes and poop schedules on here, we get some education, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm all about. That's what that's that's what I'm all about. I'm here to educate the educate the youth. You know what I mean? Um so yeah, that is it for yeah, for football, nothing really. Yeah, get over it. Let's I just want to hear that. We have COVID canceled, and then we're all fucking back, back, back to square one. Um, yeah, moving on to album of the week. We're gonna actually keep it on that Joey Jordison uh topic, and I'm gonna do Slipknot Volume Three, uh, the Subliminal Verses came out in 2004. My opinion, one of my favorite Slipknot albums. Um, I liked all of them up to, uh, All Hope is Gone. I liked what was the one after that. I think that was actually the last album with Joey Jordison. Cause then Max, uh, Weinberg's son, who I can't think of his name, um, Slipknot Albums. Do, 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 great. Now that song's going to be stuck in my head for the next four hours. 
Um, what is that guy's name? Let's see. All Hope is Gone came out in 08. No, it didn't. It came out in 2000. Oh, yeah, 08. Um, first things first. Name of the drummer that took over for Joey is... It's Max Weinberg's son, but I have to give him his credit. He's a great fucking drummer. Um, let's see. Why isn't it showing? Why isn't it showing? Why isn't it? Why isn't it? Why isn't it showing? Jay Weinberg. There we go. That guy can play. That guy can play drums. Oh, he's younger than me. Great. I feel like a fucking asshole. Guy's doing. Guy's a couple years younger than me, and he's killing it. Good for him. Good for him, man. God, fucking being a drummer must be dope. Especially when you get really good at it. I don't know. I would love to, if I could be like a rock star drummer. Everybody just fucking wants to be you, and you're just hanging out. And you can be like, no, I can't hang out. I'm gonna go do, I'm gonna go do hard drugs with my mom or fucking whatever. You're just like you can just tell people to fuck off, and you just go on stage and play drums like you're just fucking. You're just out there doing it. Um, uh, so yeah, all hope is gone. I think that had Joy Jordison on it though. I think that was his last album that he recorded. Uh, yep, sure was. But yeah. The self-title was great. Iowa was great. Um, self-titled Iowa, Volume 3, and All Hope is Gone. So f- their first four albums, which is pretty pretty great for a fucking band. To kill it on your, on your, on your self-titled, push through all the bullshit that that band went through, and then continue to make dope music. They're amazing live. My dad still to this day is like, yeah, that, that that Slipknot show was pretty fucking great. Like, we'll like still somewhat like kind of reference it. And that was 2009, I think, 2008. It was on the All Hope Is Gone tour. So it would have been like, yeah, 08, early 09. And he's like, I don't even know what they said. I don't know why they're so aggressive, but great show. I'm like, yeah, it's fucking dope. So yeah, Album of the Week, Volume 3, The Subliminal Verses from Slipknot. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go pack some more, and then I don't have any booze, because I drank it all last night. So maybe I'll just, I don't know, stare at the wall, like that Pablo Escobar meme, where he's just sitting on the fucking swing, and just staring down, and just waiting to move. <laughs> Everything's down. I learned my lesson. Until next year, when I re- when I record at the same time next year, and I'm like, well, I'm packed, I don't know when I'm ever gonna learn my lesson, I don't move out for another three months, but gotta be packed i should just save i should what i should do is just save all of my boxes for when i move next year that way i'm already halfway there like bon jovi but we'll see what happens i'll talk to you fuckers next week um you guys be safe out there you guys be good humans and i will chat with you guys uh next week peace